This podcast is a production of Digital and Creative Media Works. To help support us, head to dcm.works to find links to our other show notes, Patreon, and merch. Life is really complicated, and sometimes you just need to talk to someone. So every fortnight, I call up a buddy of mine, and we chat. This week, I talked to Scott about food. This is Phone a Friend. Hey, Scott. Oh, hey, David. How's it going? Yeah, good, man. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Uh, we had some technical difficulties before. We get... I knocked my webcam off my computer. It, um, it was a travesty. How, how, how did you recover? Uh, look, I'm still a little bit upset about it, to be honest. Um, so we picked food for this, this Al Pilot episode because I feel like we both have a pretty complex relationship with food. Um, I do enjoy I feel like yours food. Is, I do enjoy I, look, food. We both... <laughs> We both, I feel like, probably have gone through phases where we've eaten way too much food. I feel like that definitely mm-hmm. uh, is definitely part of our history that was maybe a bit about that. But you're particularly interesting because you've got, I mean, you can explain it a bit. Yeah, what, what I, ha- so I, I have, I think I mentioned it in one of, when I was over for a podcasty thing or something, but I have celiac disease, so I can't, I my body thinks that when it sees gluten, it's like a foreign invader and doesn't like that it tries to get rid of it in any means possible as quickly as possible well I mean, which is like tough because gluten's real good yeah i mean and it comes up in like the most surprising places like you uh you, you look at ice creams you look at lollies you look at things like that they all have glucose syrup from wheat um, oh, that's cr- really yeah fuck yeah. that's tough like so, ice cream is yeah i mean and like i lose out on a lot of caramel stuff which is painful and, and like oh, i don't know there was a period tough. of my like my of my life where i just wasn't eating a lot of lollies because th- th- I, I just there weren't any and you, yeah you're like it, it's like sweet foods you just sort of like nope 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 none of that uh is there like a is that do you have like one th- what's like the one th- thing with gluten in it that you miss the most like what's the what's the so, one so, so th- th- there's two but um Okay. What? No, two is fine. I limited you. I like. I like it could be only like ten. One. I like. Only you one. may only pick one. If you pick any more, you're out. Podcast done. That's it. Anyways. That's it. You're off the show. <laughs> no. Um. So the first thing is, and it's a really like really dumb one, but um, oh good. Thins, no, I like that. Thins have a specific flavor of light and tangy chips. Thins light and tangy. Oh shit! Are they in a green packet? Yeah, like a light a green, green packet. Like, yeah. Green yeah. So. Absolutely adore them, but because yep. Arnott's makes everything on the same sort of conveyor belts, things like that, they can't guarantee uh. no cross contamination. So I think it has like a may contain or something. And sometimes I'm willing to risk it, but I don't know. Like with them, I haven't yet. Um, I mean, I like I mean, like how much of your life does it ruin? Are you like out for like a whole day or like two days? No. So like, what's I mean, what's your knockout period like? So I will have something, and I won't know for about. Uh, It'll be like, because it, it has to go from through the body through to the small intestine. That's the point where it goes, no, nah, I don't like this. That's when it makes a decision, um, which takes some time. But then once that happens, I can be out from anywhere between an hour to five hours. I had a five-hour session where I was just like at the toilet having the shittiest times. The most unpleasant. <laughs> that sounds, t- I mean, that's a long time. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, uh, like it was literally trying to get rid of the entire contents of my stomach. Which is great, because that's yeah. not how your body's supposed to work. No. Yeah, that's that's real unfortunate. And have you felt like... Because, I mean, I imagine that has, like, a knock-on effect, right? Because it's like you have to... I mean, because my stepmom, she's... 
She's gluten intolerant as well. She, I don't think she has celiacs. I think she's just intolerant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm told there's a difference. It, One of them. Uh, I don't like know. A I don't, slight I don't difference. Know about the science. I don't know. I, I, but she, like she, the yeah. fact that some people have this mild intolerance makes it more cost effective for businesses to provide gluten free options. Sometimes it's right. bad. They'll say like, "We can't guarantee it," and I'll go like, "Okay, so like, what's the point of even advertising it?" But yeah, like, don't. We, I yeah. guess. I guess that's it's for those people that. I just like intolerant. Yeah. But it, it does, it like, the Celiac Society of Australia has made a whole lot of changes happen in the past. So, so I've, I was diagnosed back in grade six. So that was when I was like 10. I'm now oh, turning wow. 24. So I've had it for 14 years. Um, in that time, it's just sort of grown in leaps and bounds. Uh, before, America used to be like, have a lot more range. But now Australia, I think, is one of probably the best places to be a celiac. And so that's, I mean, because I was thinking, I was thinking about like the sort of the the amount of, I guess, like socializing and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, that I do. yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like that would be pretty pretty severely limiting as to like, I mean, as you say though, now it's better, I guess. But like, mm-hmm. did that when you were like growing up? Like, I mean, you know, like high school, end of high school, when you're like trying to become an adult and do like adult. I mean, I've, you know, I've never it, been super interested in the <laughs> adult life. Um, mm-hmm. I, I certainly, when people would say, hey, did you want to come to this place? I'd be like, yeah, let me just check whether or not they have gluten-free options on my phone on the way there. Um, and so would you, have you gone to places that you just couldn't eat at before? Um, yeah, sometimes I'll just go to a place to, to hang out with people. Um, and is that, that's not awkward or anything? Like, I guess no, you've no, I, I mean, like, I don't mind. P- people always are apologetic about it, but I don't, like... For me, the socialization is the more important. I, I've never been super interested in food. I've I've been like food is a means to an end for me. Whereas for some people, it's a lot more of a lifestyle. Um, I know right. that um, my brother's partner, um, she is very much into food. And when she was diagnosed with celiac disease, she felt like it was the end of the world. Um, so tough, yeah. Yeah, but for me, it's more about like you know meeting up with people and seeing them and doing that. Um, yeah, it's like the, the food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the the food is like a it's like a a device to. I mean, that's that's funny that you mentioned that because, like, I mean, I don't know. I've always had a weird kind of. I've had a weird affinity with stuff that I've eaten because I've always been. Um, I have like I have like a lot of dis- like long running genetic diseases in my family. Mm-hmm. I don't know if genetic disease is the right word, but I have like a lot of genetic problems, and some of them mm-hmm. is yeah. diseases, and some of them, yeah. yeah. So it's like a bunch of blood disease and heart disease and all kinds of other stuff. Ooh. Um, but part of that. Yeah, it's great. I'm gonna die in like a week, probably. Um, <laughs> Please don't. Like, I'm like the clock's ticking. Um, but like my my dad um, has like a really specific diet that he can eat, mm. um, and he's like he's some particular brand of Scottish um, to where like he's not good with dairy and um, a few other bits and pieces. It's not that he can't have uh, you know those things that, but it, it just doesn't agree with. The, yeah, the and stomach. there's there's a there's a few really specific ones that like have really ruined some parts of my life when I was much younger. Like I can't have, this is going to sound so weird. I can't have eggs when they're not cooked into something. Yeah. No. Okay. That sounds, is that, is that, I don't know. Like, no, it's, no I, honestly, like I've heard much yeah. weirder. And like my doctor was like, I was like, I told him, I'm like, whenever I, whenever I have like an egg, if I had like a, like an egg sunny side up, I'd be like incredibly ill. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I have a, like a cake with eggs in it, I'm like, fine. And he's like, I have no explanation for you. You're just allergic to eating egg by it's itself. Just, it's just a weird coincidence. It's a trick of fate. Who knows? It's he crazy. Was like, 
he was like, it's a weird thing that you have. And I'm like, that is not an acceptable medical response <laughs> to a problem. You'd be surprised how, how much medicine doesn't know about us, though. I mean, we're, we're gigantic enigmas still. That is true. But then, like, you know, I mean, I don't know if you had this. I certainly did. But I sort of struggled. And, you know, it, this might be because I'm a very vain person. I don't know. But I struggled when I was sort of, you know, when I was sort of coming out of high school and trying to be an adult. Because obviously I, I worked a lot as a kid. Um, and then I came out of high school working and I've always been pretty productive. Yeah. But part of that is like my main thing that I did for a while. is like I go out for breakfast because that's like the time of the day that I have time. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. like before work, you know, um, I, w- I would go out for breakfast and stuff. And it's really limiting sometimes for me because I'll go to a, like a restaurant. And I'll be like, hey, like, you want an omelet? Nah, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, sorry. no, I'll pay you $20 for fucking raisin toast or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't want, ugh, it sucks. And you can't. There's no way around it. Like you can't. Whereas for me, like, it's like the opposite. It's like you want some raisin toast. Nah, I can't. I'm sorry. Like, can't do it. I, can't do give it. Give me the omelets. <laughs> give me five eggs. <laughs> but give me the proper omelets, the ones that I can actually eat. <laughs> Wait, is there a non-proper omelet? Okay, so some meats and sausages will contain gluten sometimes. Shit, really? Yeah. Um, Man, they try. They're trying to get you at every turn, aren't they? One of the more interesting things, and it, there's a very interesting story about this in terms of when we went to America, is that some places in Australia, because we have such a thriving weed industry and stuff like this, they will coat things like chips and uh, frozen meats, things like that. They will coat that in wheat to prevent them sticking in transit. And so that just means I can't do anything. And so we were going through America, and obviously my mom is trying to make sure that I don't get sick while I'm over there, because that makes things Good plan. really disappointing and un- unhappy. I was going to say, uh, it's like we've got to leave Scott at the hotel room. Or... This is back in, like, when, when I was uh, about... Like, I'd, I'd just been diagnosed, like, a year or two ago. I, I probably was still quite young. We were still sort of learning the ropes. Getting um, the foot... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my mom would ask, like, and so your, your chips, they uncloated in wheat. And the, the lady behind the couch would you want me to do what? You want me to coat the? Like, we don't. We don't have I mean, like weed on like, hand. <laughs> who would know that? Like, like you would. I wouldn't know if I. I worked at a restaurant. If someone was like, "You're um, uh, you're on steak fries. Are they are they coated in wheat for transit?" I'd be like, "I don't. <laughs> what? We just get them delivered and we, we distribute. Yeah, them. they we, they we come with them on the plate. I, I, they come in a giant freezer box. Like I don't know what to tell you. I, you know I don't I mean? know what to tell you, man." I don't know what to tell you, man. That, uh, Christopher Walken. That's my only American accent. I don't know what to tell you, man. The chips, they come, and we put them in the deep fryer, and we serve up the food to the customers, and they oh, say, God. thanks for the food. I don't know what wheat is, or if we cut it in wheat. Yeah. There you go. That's my Christopher Walken. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you. I appreciate the, the rapturous applause. I think my editing program will probably cut out the claps. But, it's you fine. Know, it's what Scott happens. definitely clapped. I did. That's, there were many so, claps. It for sure happened. I, I can um, I can verify this. Excellent, but like yeah, I guess I was saying before, um, <laughs> Christopher Walken. Um, yeah, that is interesting. So like, how did you find that? That like, did you get sick on that trip? Or no, I don't think I did. I, th- I think, and as I said, America was pretty good for it at the time. Um, America is a much bigger producer of corn, so they use a lot of corn products as opposed to gluten products, and so there's sort of that discrepancy there. But I went back when I went back in. Uh, when I was old, after I graduated from school, I, yeah. it was less. So I felt like there'd been like a point where they'd sort of taken over, where Australia oh. suddenly had more range, and America was a bit like, yeah. And do you think that's just a, that's just a variation in size? Because Australia is obviously a much a much smaller country, mm-hmm. like I, yeah. population wise. 
Yeah, it's it's entirely, and and also I think that it's it's really been the good work of like the celiac society and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, and I, I, I it's, it's. Did you ever get to a point? Is I don't know. Like, do you? Because I have this with other stuff, not like food or like food intolerances. But there's some stuff where like I can't do a certain thing for X reason, and like it's fine ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Then like point point one percent of the time. It's like I just get like overwhelmingly frustrated that I can't do it. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, so you're sort of asking, like, does it ever get to a point where you're like, I'm really frustrated that I can't eat this thing in front of me right now? Yeah, or yeah, I, 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 I guess mean, I'm always well, in the early days. A lot of, and it is a lot easier now because of some of the stuff that's happened in terms of legislation mm-hmm. changes. But yep. in the past, it used to be I would have to sit there and, okay, this thing looks interesting. I kind of want to maybe eat that. Let me turn over the back of the packet, search through all the ingredients, double check. There, there was like back in the early days, there would be like a book that would be handed out. You could buy it or I don't know. We, we were into a whole lot of celiac things because we, when we found out, it was like, oh, God, we have to like learn how to deal with this. And yeah, it was a book it. and it'd give you a list of all the ingredients that could contain gluten in them and there was stuff like you ingredients know, like flavorings gluten. certain flavorings will sometimes contain gluten thing like this and you have to look like super carefully and be like oh well, am i sure about this flavoring or not and it felt really Jeez. sort of a bit difficult to uh yeah, you need an encyclopedia yeah. with you yeah to go to dinner and so uh it would get to the point where you just get sick of that. You get sick of having to turn things over, reading it, getting disappointed when, oh, no, I can't actually have this caramello ice cream because it has glucose syrup from wheat in it. And so, yeah. Um, but now they actually have to specify, they have to specifically say all of the allergens that it contains in sort of a line underneath the... Yeah, I have noticed yeah. that. Yeah. So that There's was a- that was changes implemented due to the celiac society. And it, hel- it benefits every sort of... Like sorry, they they have to declare say, yeah. dairy, eggs, and all that sort of stuff. Nuts. It's helpful. Yeah. yeah. Anything that might, you know, seriously do harm to someone. Mm. That makes sense. I have to print that on the fucking packet of the food. I don't feel yeah. like that's rocket science. No, it's but not. It took a while to get that happening. I guess still hasn't reduced the prices. Do not the prices. Do n- of- like this is the thing. I don't understand why anyone would like voluntarily do a celiac diet because I'm sitting here having to pay twice as much for like like. Literally walking down the uh, yeah. aisle, wheat bix, two dollars fifty. This regular yeah. wheat bix, and it's always like advertising wheat bix, five point six dollars. Because it's like fucking health food all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, like, it's like no, I I need that to live. It, <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna go on a rant in this first episode, but it's happening. Like if so if you take something out of a food that is the usual process of making it, don't tell everyone that's a fucking health food just because you took something out of it that you normally put in it. That just means that you took some, you saved money making it. Probably yeah. you spent less ingredients. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? You know, like, oh, it. So there was a particular preservative that I can't have. So that it's E four O seven, which is a it's a milk emulsifier. Um, ooh. Yeah, it's ooh, ooh, emulsification. <laughs> it's a very specific thing, but like I just can't have it. Um, and there was this period in like two thousand and seven where. Um, it was, I don't know what happened, but I guess a lot of companies decided to like have like natural ranges coming out where they were like mm-hmm. free of preservatives and like free of this, this or that. So what E407 does is, you know, like a chocolate milk, um, how, when it sits chucky on the shelf, chalky milk, when it sits on the shelf for ages, um, you get like the, the chocolate syrup, like gathers at the bottom, like you get chocolate yeah, like sure. stuff and you have yeah, to shake yeah. it. Yeah. So the emulsifier means that that stuff, there's no precipitate. So it stays 
as one okay, yeah, yeah. thing. So, it, so that happens. It helps so to a lot of companies them all together. Which a lot of companies use that because it makes sense. Because why wouldn't you if that is a harmless chemical you can put in your yeah. thing? But that particular preservative, the only milk it wasn't in at the time was um, uh, Cole's uh, home brand milk. Mm. I don't know why, it just wasn't. <laughs> so I, I could have like Cole's home brand chocolate milk or whatever. Um, but then there was this period where they they then I think one manufacturer got bought by someone else. It was like a whole thing. And eventually, what happened was. They had like a sugar-free, um, preservative-free milk that they started to sell, and then their original milk that was the four or seven free just became like, like every other milk with four or seven and whatever. Oh. <laughs> so instead of having like normal chocolate milk that just didn't have emulsifiers, I had like a sugar-free, like mm-hmm. fat-free, no fun yeah. chocolate milk yep. that was just yep. complete garbage, and they made you pay like two dollars more for mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. and I was furious. So I wrote, I, I, I wrote a letter. This is like grade seven. I wrote this like. <laughs> Very officious Hello, letter to Cole. My name is David. My name is David, and I want my chocolate milk. <laughs> you know, it was a bit like that, though. I was, I was furious with them. I couldn't believe they did that to me. Uh, um, I mean, that very, was really upsetting. Very much in the early days, you would get the options would be here is the gluten free thing. By the way, it's also nut free, egg free, sugar free, and taste free. And yeah, enjoy your right. cardboard. Um, still, sometimes <laughs> health, you get things like food. that, but. Um, but it's it better is now. A lot better. Yeah, I have I noticed too. And I, I think it's because this... there's a market for it. But and do you think? I mean, is that because the society is is really helping to do that? Like they they've they've really been active to help producers yeah, I, understand. I, I, I think a, a lot of it is, and I probably peaked then. I think a lot of it is that, um, yeah, it's it's better education, people knowing. Um, more people being detected. I mean, about ten percent of the population, maybe more, has celiac disease. So, how do you tell? How do you? Is that like a? Do they just uh, like take them or something? There are. T- I think. Uh, see, because I had so many done because we tried me for about five different other possible diseases before we actually were like, oh, maybe he has gluten intolerance. And then, like the doctor who was testing me for all this, sort of like slapped himself in the head, like, why didn't I think of this earlier? <laughs> he was like, that should have been thing one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But. I think it's blood tests. I had a colonoscopy. They scraped some of the lining of my small intestine. It was, oh, so all the really pleasant stuff. Yeah, delightful. I've, I've had it all. Um, or that might have been an endoscopy. I don't I've had one or either or both. I can't remember. It's I would imagine just both. an endoscopy. But I can't Either remember. way, it's really unpleasant sound fun. um <laughs> i was very i i have a this is a little bit off topic not even food related but i was I, I have a vivid memory of they were putting the the gas mask on and this is like the first time i'd been to hospital for real i'm saying they're like no no i don't want it it smells weird i don't want the gas ah, please stop <laughs> and then i just went under and i was gone for like six yeah, hours yeah. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's um, so funny but yeah i so and like some of the other testing factors is to look at you know here's the disgusting part to look at you know your shit and, well look yeah. no one no one uh like a career trajectory no one was like i'm gonna go study medicine so i can look at someone's shit like no one has ever said that in know, their entire I, life i don't know <laughs> okay one person ever okay one guy you should, you should talk to um, immunologists and people who look at parasites they're probably but see that I get yeah. that I'm like I'm like cool. But if that involves poop, it's like that's somehow you like you don't leave with that. You leave with like I study bacteria. <laughs> oh like, no, you know? no, no! I know many people who leave with. By the way, I study uh, poop, pee, and like blood. That's what I study. 
See, this is why dating scares me so much. It's because I'm going to like end up like like on a fucking Tinder date with like some biologist. And I'll be like, no, she, she'll be like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm a marketing manager. And I'll be like, oh, what do you do? And she'll be like, I study shit for a living. <laughs> I'm going to be like, oh, okay, cool. Great. Uh, yeah, like, I don't want... That, yeah, it's, that's it's what happens. what happens. I imagine it pays quite well to, mm. to, to study poop. Yeah, no, I remember, um, I remember vividly having a Milo 10 that we took. Filled with, uh-huh. yeah. Anyway, we'll Jeez, end that conversation that there. Too much information. Uh, sorry if anyone's um, having food while listening to our food talk. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Should have put that as disclaimer up the top. Um, <laughs> do you, are you do not eat food while listening <laughs> to the food blog. Do, do not consume this podcast while consuming food. Um, that should be the disclaimer of every show that we do. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, do you feel like are you much of a cook or are you just a cook oh, by necessity? I, I do because... actually. So yes, I am a bit of a cook because you have to. I, I, I yeah. like to prepare food that I know is right. And okay, so now I'm gonna like jump back a little bit into like the nitty gritty things. I can't have butter that someone else has put a knife through and put on bread. Right? If if you spread, if you spread oh. in the butter, spread it on bread. That's why I, you remember when I was over your place and I asked for like specific chunk of the butter. That was why. Because if you've spread it you on bread, for, you asked. You asked for what? I asked for a specific part of the butter. I took the like the the back end of it. That oh yeah, touched. you did. Because if oh. if you take the end that's been, then people have spread it on bread and then gone to take some more to spread on wow, bread. Wow, it's really, it's really that. It's possible. Yeah. So like a crumb of bread can like set me off. Holy shit, and dude, that sucks. <clears throat> I think for it to not, you have to test it to something like zero point zero 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 one parts. A million or something to to be able to say that it's not it's gluten free or so there, there's there's some mental. limitation factor i'm probably messing it up but there's some limitation factor that you have to test for and it's really quite Jesus. small um, that's dude that's insane but i didn't yeah. know it was that yeah so so being able to cook means that i get to have control of that sort of stuff i get to make sure that i have a new butter at, at when i when i was growing up with my family there was the butter and then there was scott's, scott's butter. butter yeah so. see that to me here's here's See, I could see some bonuses to this. Oh yes, right. I could see some. I could see some. But I like it when you do like the late night. You're like, "Hello, oh, my yes. name is." Oh yeah. Um, Good evening. You're here tonight with Scott Hyden. How's it going? This is a this is a late night with Scott and David driving you home. Stay safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, shit. What even was I saying? Uh, oh, <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about. Like uh, doing uh, like a late night drive TV <laughs> show where it's like it's like you in like an empty booth and you're just talking out into like the ether. Um, nice. Oh man, I'd Scott. love to do that. How's it going? I feel like this Tonight's might topic, eventually. Food. <laughs> you can't see this because there's no video, but Scott's doing a lot of eyebrows when he's doing <laughs> the voice. I like that um, it makes you, you have laugh. Qu- you have a lot of very you have very defined eyebrows. Um, Thank you. Fun fact about me that you that most people don't know is up until I was about. 14 i didn't have eyebrows whoa so i had okay let me clarify <laughs> so i had eyebrows but they were like Fair? incredibly blonde yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. so blonde so i i mean like i'm not exaggerating when i was like you didn't know i had them and so it made my forehead look enormous um so my forehead went down to like here and like that's most of my face um i'm Dang. using a wide angle webcam so that look it's but it's my forehead was massive when <laughs> i was a kid it was the whole thing I had like a billboard brow. It was just, I got made fun of it a lot. I get this. Anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's Aww. like got real for a second. I got like a boy because I it's had okay, a big that's forehead. That's the point. You're calling a friend. I'm here to help. It's all good. Yeah, that's right, Scott. I, I they kids were mean to me when I was a kid. It's okay. Uh, 
I was incredibly unpleasant as a child, though, so I can't imagine that I entirely didn't deserve it. <laughs> um, I don't even. I was going to talk about food. You were but talking now, about you were talking about uh, butters. Exactly. Yeah, butters. I was. Well, I was going to say the benefit there is that there will be some things that are like just Scots that no one else can yeah, like yeah, exactly. come in and pinch. Yeah, yeah. And I want to say that this is not. This is only tangentially related. But um, I just this is more of I'm putting um, people that leave one Tim Tam in a packet. I'm putting those people on blast <laughs> because if if you're the person that like goes into a packet of like something and they have one and they leave one left, fuck whoever whoever does that, get rid of them, get rid of them from your life because you know what sucks. You're like great, oh we got Tim Tams and you pull them out. There's one left. Like at least if there's none left, I'll buy more. Like don't leave one. Who does that? <laughs> But I'm like only, I only really felt like eating like seven. Yeah. I didn't want to eat the eight. Didn't want to eat the eight. That's like just eat the whole goddamn packet. <laughs> so that bought that like shits me to tears when that happens. Uh, that's just a personal gripe of mine. They're, they're are gluten free Tim Tams. Yeah, oh really? Well, Tim Tam. Uh, Tim Tams are. Tim Tam doesn't them, make they? them though, so they can't be called Tim Tams. They're what? like chocolate deluxe oh. bars biscuits. Man, that's always weird things. how that goes. Yeah, one, like one, that, of the, one of the brands that sticks in my mind it was one called like Delush, but it is like D comma Lush or Delish or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that was that was a brand that tasted like a, a brick, I guess. <laughs> Chocolatey brick. There was there was a company in uh, England when I was there last that does like um, knockoff Tim Tams, mm. and they're called like I want to say Tam-tams? soldiers or penguins or something. Sorry? Tam-tams. That's a good joke, though. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I can't think of what they're called. Um, but they come in, like, individually wrapped packets. Mm. You get, like, you can buy one at a time for some fucking reason. Um, and they're Didn't really awful. Money. Yeah, they're really bad. I remember, like, uh, one of my cousins came over from England, and she, like, had a Tim Tam for the first time, and she was like, this is what they're supposed to taste like? <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yeah. The English ones are garbage. <sighs> It's a right passage to, to do a Tim Slam Slam. I mean, I used to be able to have Tim Tams. I would have a lot of Tim Tams. Yeah. Then we had to find replacements. That's also part of it. Like after I, so the fact that I was able to eat gluten things for a while and then had to stop meant that there was like a replacement effect. Oh. Actually, did I ever talk about the other? We, we I talked about light and tangy. Did I talk about the other the other food I made? No. I we we got distracted. Okay. What's the other thing? Um, be a good place I to just end reminded. This segment. I, yeah. I just I was reminded that the other yeah. food. That I, and this is going to happen a lot, by the way. I will come back to things. I no, like, it's good. I like I'm glad that you do. Sentence. I'm glad that you do because I never do. I there are people have questions about episodes that we've done from like six months ago, and I haven't answered them. Oh dear! But no, I try to close off loops. Um, I'm glad that someone here is responsible. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but so the other food that I really miss, and it's yeah. just because I haven't found like the replacement. Right. Yeah. Is like like there are other chip flavors that I can have. I used to not be able to have Doritos, but I can have Mission Chips. Mission chips are all gluten free, including the flavorings. Oh, they're the best. Um, they're they're, the best they're fantastic. And they're thick. And they're, <laughs> you get in, you get them. You go, oh my crunch. god, so good. Um, but I can't find a good Hokkien noodle, like the thick, good noodle. Oh, um, no. So I used to have like fantastic Hokkien noodles all yeah. the time for dinners, and we make them up into whatever. I mean, I wasn't like a very adventurous child, so it'd probably just be with like tomato sauce and cheese. God, I'm gross. Is that um, a meal? Yes. What? It's a meal for me. Um, Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. We're not <laughs> stepping past this. Two-minute noodles, cheese and tomato sauce? Yes, absolutely. What? You, it's like a lunch, you know? It's, it's a, No, like, what? No, no it's... You yeah, can, it is. You can't just add sauce and cheese to, like, a... You gotta have, like, a 
like a, a, a frozen peas and like some uh, like onion and uh, some you gotta what? Nah, nah I, you just you just put cheese in. This is what, so now. It, please don't make me reveal all of my bad food decisions. In oh life no, this is good. This is because good. I, at some point we will good. get to one of the worst things I've ever had with pancakes, and uh, you'll probably hate oh, me for it. We might have to save that for another episode because I feel like that's going to come. That'll be like six months down the track when we've forgotten that you've said that, and you'll accidentally bring it up, <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'll be triggered by it, and I'll suddenly be like, Scott, you've got to tell me. I need to know. Like, oh, I'll lose my goddamn mind. Uh, with pancakes. But yeah, it, oh my god. Okay. It's not peanut butter, is it? Because my stepdad no, no, eats no, pancakes. No. Peanut, peanut butter and pancakes would be pretty nice. I don't think I've ever it's, had it with peanut butter. It's but I think it actual be. fucking insanity, Scott. Is what that is. It's so weird. Peanut butter is mm, like nah, salty I'm and crunchy. I'm you want sweets? St- much weirder. Mm. Mm. There, there, there was a reason why I jumped from the pasta to the the pancake so quickly. But. Mm. <laughs> now i'm really uncomfortable about what that could possibly be <laughs> um what yeah so the other thing was the the noodles i think there are probably rice ones but it's just the thickness and the texture of the original ones that just i haven't i don't know but now i have a lot of carbonara exactly. and i don't care so <laughs> carbonara is amazing it's the blessed meal i had i, had, I, I went to have... like vapianos and i had that carbonara with oh. the gnocchi by oh. the way four dollars extra to have gluten-free pasta haha <laughs> what Ooh, welcome to my life that's ridiculous it should be cheaper like it, <laughs> it bothers me so much <sighs> it's fine i'm sure one day they'll f- either fix gluten like they'll fix celiacs. Yeah, they'll, so they'll get there a jab. are there are cures on the way. People have been investigating tapeworms. They've been investigating all manner of. Wait, what? You put a tapeworm in you? You yeah. cured? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That seems like I don't. I don't want to do it. Everyone's it like, like the opposite of everyone's feel. I don't. I just lived with it for so long as well that I feel like I don't want to change back. It's like a part of your life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. And I it, get it that. has helped me eat a bit better than I used to. Yeah, well, like I can't, I can't have much dairy. Like I can have dairy, but I can't have. I can have like maybe, like one flat white in a day. I like that. That's that's a measurement unit. That's a very David measurement unit. One flat white of of dairy. I do. I do a lot of coffee. Um, (laughs) I have a very, I have a very busy day most days. Um, yeah, I can have like about one, one coffee's worth of milk in my, like of dairy in my day, and that's about it. But, like, I couldn't, like, I don't, going back to having more would not necessarily be, like, good for me. Because I feel like then I would eat, like, chocolate and ice cream all the time, and that would be bad. And the other thing is, is that often your body adjusts, and that becomes a new standard. And if you go back, it can become very catastrophic. So I think that five-hour session that I mentioned before was one of the worst times because I just had not had gluten in such a long period of time. That's, like, the same thing with vegetarians, right? Where, like, I know know that one of my, uh, my mom's cousin, um... He was vegetarian for about five years because of his gout, and um, having too much protein is really bad for your gout. So he wasn't having meat or anything for about five years, and then he just sort of he could never really go back to meat because he just hadn't had it in so long. Mm. I think it's a simple, like yeah, your body like adjusts to what you put it through, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Welcome back to the last segment of today's show. Oops, I forgot my humanity. A segment named so because I am a terrible human and every now and then I do awful things. Uh, this week, Scott, what I wanted to do, how the segment works, is that what I'll do is I'll tell you something I did to another person that's awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I want you to tell me if that was incredibly inhuman or if there was a better way I could have handled it. Mm-hmm. Um, or indeed that my response was completely correct and not at all the worst thing anyone's ever done. All right. 
I'll see. I'll see how. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, I was at a bar with some friends. This is about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was at a bar with some friends uh, from a previous work of mine. So a previous work environment. They all still work there. Um, and so they were having Friday afternoon drinks. There was three of them and me. And so I went along because they invited me. And they're really good colleagues of mine when I worked there. And we're still all kind of friends. So I, I, I turn up to this bar and it's going quite well. And one of the one of the the the, the other people there, um, for the purposes of privacy and to protect the innocent, we will call her Lucy. Her name is not Lucy, to be clear. So Lucy, no, um, really? yeah, well. Wouldn't that be a real mind trip if I was like to protect the prime? Yeah. Um, so Lucy, uh, we get we get about like you know we're like, we're about four hours in, so we've had like I think maybe like two bottles of wine between us, which isn't too bad. Um, so we're just we're just cruising, and then we get some food, and we we order a bunch of food, and then Lucy goes, "Oh well, I my sisters are there uh, in the city. Do they? Do you mind if they come?" So. <laughs> Normally, I would not have a problem with this because I'd be like, sure, the more the merrier. Like, no worries. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that Lucy is a bit different. Like, not weird, but she's not... The rest of the people that we worked with were quite nerdy because they were like developers or coders or whatever. And Lucy is like the normal one, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, she's like the functional human being. Um, and so I could just... Oh, there's one in every group. So I could envision her inviting her sisters to come and like have a few drinks with us and it's just getting weird because we're not talking about stuff that they're going to relate to and it's going to feel weird for them and we're going to feel like we're excluding them and then there's going to be like a pressure to like change the conversation to suit her so i'm clearly overthinking this at this point because this is all running through my head as she's Mm. saying this and so can you guess what i said when she said do you mind if my sisters come and have a few drinks did you just say like a flat yes I looked her dead in the eye and without like any inflection, I was like, I do mind, but you should invite them anyway. And it was just this moment of like, (laughs) just like, I, cause I didn't mean to say it. Like what I meant to say was, I don't mind. You should invite them. But like, well, like I wanted to say something like, uh, you know, like maybe it might be a bit weird. Cause like, we're like, I kind of wanted to be like, it might be weird because we all work together, they might feel excluded. That's what David, I wanted to say. David. <laughs> yeah. What you needed to do yeah. in this scenario. Yeah, what's the solution? Is is ask whether Lucy would think they would find it weird or not. Like invite <sighs> How do you, invite that way. You can do that? Yeah, so you can so you can say, Do you think that they would find the conversation weird or or, or do you do you think they'll be okay with coming right. here? Uh, and, and if she's like, yeah, sure, then you can like say, okay, cool. And then it's on her, like it, it's now flipped over right. that to she be thinks that, and so she'll try and engage the conversation and help you act as a mediator between the two parties. I just pointed at you, it's an audio-only medium. But yeah, I think that might have been the, well, here was my, well, I mean, the stress for me was like. No, I can understand, like, and yeah. so much in like every day we have to make split, like split second decisions and mm. often. Like some, and, and even like at that point of the day, you might have just been feeling like I don't, I don't really think I can handle that kind of social situation. I just wanted, yeah, sort of I mean, a, a more intimate gathering of people that I knew and understood. It's always, it's always like a part of that too, because it's like oh, you know, there's a dynamic that exists there, and meeting people for people like me, like, and I suppose if you're if you're introverted in this in a similar way that I am, it can be very tiring 
to meet new people and to oh, like, have to go through absolutely. that. You know? And, and uh, I, I'm sort of an introverted extrovert, which I know is like a contradiction, but it's apparently what I am. That's what people keep telling me. Um, <laughs> so like, like I, I'm really good with people, but like I sometimes find socializing incredibly draining oh, and exhausting. And so it was, it's one of these things where I, at the same time, there was, a, there was an element of selfishness to it. Where I was like, I also don't want to deal with this right now. And I, I feel like I'm going to be less fun and it's just going to be kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It, it was, of course, fine. It, like, it wasn't like super nerdy. Like, we weren't sitting around the table playing yes, yes, no on like Twitter memes. Like, it wasn't super nerdy. But it was that kind of conversation where it's really easy because we've known each other forever. And then they came in and like it. It was just a bit strange because then it was sort of like, oh, well, what, you know, they were like, oh, well, what do you do? And then you have to kind of talk about yourself for like 10 mm. minutes. And I hate talking about myself. So I just <laughs> kind of was like. Navigating Ugh. social convention is tricky. It's, <sighs> yeah, like, it's tricky. It's something we take for granted a lot of the time. And yeah, the number of times I've had to. And people, people will ask me, they'll come up to me and say, oh, so what do you do? And I'll say, I'm studying a PhD. And then they go, oh, cool, what are you studying? And I have to sit there and try and think. I stop for a moment to think, how can I best explain to this particular person this three-year-long piece of work that I'm going to be trying to finish by next year in a succinct way that they'll be able to understand uh, and not like turn them off the conversation straight away? And I have to sort of think of a way to talk about it in a general sense, put it in context. Touchstones, cultural touchstones they're going to get. I, I often talk about dams just because I know most people that would be talking to me would have at least experienced the Wyvernhoe stuff that happened uh-huh. in Brisbane. And so at the very least, they have a general sort of understanding of how that works and talking about controllers for that and blah, 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 blah. I don't want to talk about my thesis because I talk about it too much. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I, I get ex- I mean, I have, the, I have the exact same thing with when people ask, like, the, the, someone will bring up that I'm a writer in some way. Like, it'll just come up. They'll be like, oh, well, David writes books or whatever. Yeah. And they go, oh, what do you write? And you have to be like, uh, how do like, I write? Ooh. Oh, it's that also, but it's, it's like, you have to really pitch to the room. Like you have to understand, you have to read the room really carefully and be like, what is yeah, there? Absolutely, absolutely. What kind of jargon are they going to know? Mm. If, cause if I'm like, well, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a dystopian kind of, uh, buildings Roman coming of age, but it's, you know, it uses the tropes of piracy and it's kind of, it cheats off some of the, some of the existing wasteland tropes and the spaghetti westerns to create like a, like a small contained narrative within a small space that exists in like a larger world. And that to some people is incredibly inaccessible. But if I was like, oh, it's young adult fiction and it's about someone growing up, they're going to understand that. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you have to really. Uh, It's it's just like it'd be a completely different scenario. Like if someone came up to me at university, that's completely different to me meeting someone at a party, which is different to me being in sort of a a, a presentation in my field. Each different way I'd have to explain at a different level of abstraction. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like it's like which how complicated are you getting and how far away from it do you have to get for them to understand? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I I feel like that learning that skill, like learning the ability to like read a room mm-hmm. and and you know, even when you're not explaining something about yourself, but like even just the kinds of answers you give to questions. Yeah. Um that that's something that I think a lot of people that are very like passionate or like nerdy about specific topics, they I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, and that's something that I've noticed amongst, you know, some of my friends who were, who were nerdy, uh, is one of the things that I'll really struggle with is let's say I'm like at a party. Um, actually this happened to me recently. So, uh, I was on a date with this girl and it was like a second or third date and we met up with some of her friends afterwards to go do something else. Mm-hmm. And I was a, 
I was a little bit drunk. Like, I didn't have too much to drink, but I was also really <laughs> tired. Like, I was also really tired. And I was just kind of, like, I was really relaxed. Like, I was in a really relaxed headspace. Yeah. Um, which is not usually good for me because, it, like, it, like, I get a little bit too comfortable. And so, someone made some comment about, oh, I think it was the Hulk. I can't remember. Like, they asked some, like, offhanded question that normal people ask. Like, oh, well, you know, like, why would the Hulk be in space? I can't think of what it was, but it was that something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. And my brain immediately was like, oh, well, you know, it's an adaptation of World War Hulk, but it's also an adaptation of, like, space, some yeah. of the later comics yeah. where it's, like, when Hulk goes to space and he joins the Guardians. Well, he doesn't join the Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's, like, a tangential storyline. My brain goes to that immediately, and I started saying the first sentence, and I was like, oh, I don't know, that's kind of weird. Hey, like, I just stopped myself because I was like, this is the wrong... This isn't what they're asking. What they're asking is for me to agree with how silly it sounds. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I feel like... I don't know. Th- there's There's some value in practicing doing that if you're the kind of person that sometimes struggles with um when people are like immediately switched off yeah and, by that and sort of thing in in the start it helps to have people around it like in social settings it helps to have people around you who know what and you know know what you're you're about and you can look yeah. to them for help and assistance and even if it just ends up being like and you have to understand that sometimes the conversations are going to flop and it, it just happens but like oh, yeah that's not an, it's just an indication that there wasn't something happening there in conversation. You go, okay, cool. Well, I'll next thing. I'll, <laughs> sorry, my, my mind is instantly going to that one comic where it's like, how am I going to find the, the gamers and gals in the crowd? They yelled out the cake is a lie. And it's a very terrible comic. Anyway, it's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a control delete comic or something. Yeah, whereas for me it would be like, how am I going to find the cool people in the crowd? I'll, I'll just yell at Inazuma Eleven, and then no one will hear me because they don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's yeah, like just thinking of like you guys are all like, oh god, I should have known this song. Oh god, I and I'm sitting here like, I knew none of these ten songs. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's funny. Like, yeah, that different people have like really different like spheres of knowledge mm, mm. and it's just learning it's learning to like understand where your sphere ends and where theirs begins and what the overlaps are and, and sometimes you want to find out about their spheres you want to find out hey uh, i'd and love like, to know some more about those yeah. songs because they were and cool it shows songs. like a genuine interest like it, i don't know like there is a way for that to be very genuine where you are curious about what they are interested in but at the same time people don't just want to talk about what they like because then it feels like you're trying too hard I yeah guess. Oh, absolutely. I find times where I like, I, I start waxing lyrical about some topic and I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I really do enjoy talking about this topic, but if you're finding it uninteresting, yeah, you can you're stop. Yeah, like, wrong room. Yeah. See, that's funny, because, like, as a, as a, po- like, I've been doing podcast, like, I mean, we've been doing podcasting for, like, two years, and I've been making videos for, like, I think, I think we did the math. I've been doing YouTube for, like, five years now. So, when people are, like, talking to me, and, Veteran like... of your craft. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a level 24 paladin of podcasting. <laughs> um uh when people who are like having a conversation with me will like stop themselves and be like, "Oh my god, am I boring you?" I'm like, "No." Cuz no, yeah, exactly. I've, it, it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think it's it's nice to have that invitation to say, "No, keep talking about. It. I enjoy hearing about the things you're passionate yeah. about." And, and people really re- like respect that. And it's they, great. They, they it's great when you talk for, as part of the living. Like yeah. as part of my living, I talk, so it's nice when <laughs> I can just listen. Like yeah. that—that's very unusual. So it's—I don't know. It's I find like a that... little mini podcast between you and your friend. That's the worst. You know, it's funny you say that. <laughs> it you make you make my life sound incredibly sad. That's honestly what most of like hanging out with my friends is like. Because we all podcast. Like most of my friends work for me, um, or work with me, and it's like, like we were at the pub the other night, and um, there was 
was like four or five of us, and we just got real drunk and played Yes, Yes, No, which if, for those of you who don't know, Yes, Yes, No is a game of it. Did you know that? I don't actually know what this is. It's, re- it's a meant to buy reply all, um, and it's a game where one person brings a, uh, a piece of internet artifact they don't understand, so like a tweet mm. or like a meme or something, and then you present it to the group, and if someone, uh, so then you, you, you show it to someone and they either say yes or no, so yes, I understand, no, I don't understand. And the way it works is that the, you go from bottom to highest, so bottom to top, so the person who doesn't understand the least, so the person who understands the least amount, of, least amount about it, tries to explain it first, then the next person, oh, okay. then the next person. Okay. Till you get to the person who knows it entirely, they explain the whole thing, then it's up to the person who was the bottom to re-explain it to everyone else. Oh, okay. And it's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Like, I, I love the sound of this. I'm so excited yeah, to be like on top we're, of we're I doing, know far too much yeah, about internet culture. We're doing an episode. Um, there's, a, there's something coming up that we're doing soon. Um, I don't mm. want to ruin the timeline because I don't know when this will go up. But um, we're doing something soon that we're playing Yes, Yes, No one, So look forward to that. Um, I think you'll be there. Yes, I will, fun. hopefully. Um, so you'll get to see us. I'll get to yes, play yes, it for no. the first time. Yeah, it's such a good game. Um, maybe I'll play it. I don't it, know. Maybe I'll just hold the maybe. camera. <laughs> Hold the camera. Who knows? Who's who could say, Scott? Who could say? Um, it is a but that might be. <laughs> that might be. Uh, See, there's an internet. Uh, no, right there's there. more music. You do a lot of music. I like that. Um, I like that. This is you've you've brought like an element of. Um, and the music man. Yeah, that's why music that's man. you should change. I'm also like <laughs> filled with references. I literally, I, I was, I'm really trying to tone it down, but I've said three already. Uh, this is music man. Adventure Time? Yes, it's a reference to my Yes, I got now. one! I'm so I got proud one of, of your f- you. 12 references that you've made this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, dear. So, conclusion. I maybe didn't handle that the best. But, but I think it was a stressful situation. Just I, I don't mean stressful, but like you were put on the point a little bit, and you had to make a bit of a snap decision, and were like, oh, I don't really feel it right now. And I don't think that's necessarily bad. Um, but it's just thinking ahead in the future, it might be better to... To maybe deal with that a bit more directly, yeah. perhaps. Or even if you just take a second to go, yeah, well, what do you think? Ask, ask them how they would feel about yeah. inviting those people to this yeah. group. Would, would, would there be a gelling? Like, even asking, like, do you think they'll be okay with us? Sometimes it's a bit weird, but I think it helps. And I think, yeah, you know, you're definitely right. It does show that you're being considerate as well. Yeah. It's always good. Well, that might be a good place to end. Um, Thanks for joining me on the inaugural pilot of Phone a Friend. Thanks for being a, a friend off. that I can phone. Um, and we'll end these with the same way that we end every podcast, um, which is by saying, if you want to help support us, you can. We have a Patreon. Uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, you're actually hearing this before everyone else. Uh, you job. get shows early. <laughs> I know. You get shows early. You get access to like exclusive pilots of stuff that we want to make that doesn't get off the ground or like we start making it and then like we put on hiatus. So you get access to all that. Um, so if you go to patreon.com slash DCMworks, um, if you donate any more than $3 a month, you get access to shows early, you get access to the Patreon only show, which is open to suggestion, which is where Ben and I test out new ideas. We yell at each other about stuff that we can't talk about in the public forum. Sometimes I'm around watching bad movies. We do some commentaries. You and I, we were on an episode of Ghostbusters with Ben and Laura that was quite fun. (laughs) That's Um, all I can say, otherwise we'll get to. Oh. I know. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's like the extent of. Yeah, I think you get like six seconds and then it's. You have to pay oh, royalties probably, or something. Probably. Um, I don't know. So that's all you get for this episode because otherwise. But you can do it once every episode. So nice. maybe we'll get the whole song by the end of the, the show. Who knows? Um, 
But yeah, thanks for listening to this pilot episode. Um, let us know what you think in the show notes. Not the show notes. That's the wrong word for it. Leave us a review is what I'm trying to say. Uh, if you're on iTunes, leave David us a review if you're on... For, for how many? Two years, did you say? I think we... I've, I've been doing YouTube for like five years. I should know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, leave, a, leave a review if you did enjoy this. Um, it really does help us out. And if you want to catch more of our shows, all of our uh, sister shows, brother shows, all of our other content, uh, you can find that at dcm.works. Otherwise... I'm at DCMI Hate Pie. I'm at Veritasune. And we will see you guys in a fortnight. Bye.